Welcome back to Track Club and AMF Podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, one of your co-hosts, Jake. And uh, here with me is not your beloved other co-host, Khalil, but uh, another member of what Khalil called the Track Club family. That's very And that sweet. is our first uh, repeat guest. And I put that in quotes because, again, it's a little different. And uh, literally part of my family. This is Phoebe May. Welcome. Hey, guys. What's going on? It's just so wonderful to be back. It's been a long time. Um, yeah. And we'll one day talk one about day. Drive to Survive again. <laughs> um, it's sort of a... It's sort of a meta joke. There may never be a part two. We just call it part one. part one. I mean, we will talk again, but it may at this point be too far away for it, it to just be about, about that. It might be about the next season of Drive to Survive yeah. at this point. True. Um, so, we're here to talk. It's been a couple days since the Belgian Grand Prix. We're recording here Thursday, August 3rd. Khalil's not here. He can't. Uh, stop me from saying the date and time. It's 2.35 p.m. Um, and uh, we are recording and discussing a little bit of, of about Spa, you know, um, sure. if you have any takeaways from that race specifically. But we're really just here to do a very quick uh, sort of, you know, mid-season check-in, wrap-up, uh, get some outside perspective from Phoebe about uh, what... What you've been thinking about the race, sure. oh, excuse me, about the season and about what we can look ahead to uh, coming back from the summer break, because now we have just about a full month off until the next race, which will be the Dutch Grand Prix. Um, so I'm going to start off, Phoebe. Well, can uh, I, hold on. Can I just jump in really fast before we wow, go to yes. Formula One stuff? I just really quickly want to take this time to identify myself as the person who pushed you in the pool. Which, oh my gosh. <laughs> which I don't know, you know, you have to be a loyal track club listener to know what I'm referencing. Uh, only a couple episodes ago. But only sure. a couple episodes yeah. ago during Jake mentioned how over July 4th, he was pushed into the pool. Pushing the pool, yeah. Pushing the pool by by someone who remained <laughs> nameless. And I'm going to come on record and name myself. So I pushed Jake in the pool. Um and Khalil had some harsh words for me on the pod. Oh my gosh! Well, um, he instantly took them back because I, I will say I did, I did defend. Which it was I, not a, a vindictive push. No, no. And I, first of all, I want to come on here and accept fault. That was dumb. I'm not saying that I did the right thing, but I also will defend myself slightly, slight, by saying Jake was standing. With his feet yes, in we've the been pool. over this. We've been over this. Well, we've been we over know this. what happened. So I'm just, I'm just saying, I, I don't feel the need to not be identified. It was me. I did it. I'll claim that. And uh, I'm just here telling my side of the story. And that's it. I just wanted to put that out there for everybody. This so. is Poolgate. You have Poolgate. <laughs> was I standing in the pool? There's yes. no picture. Okay. No photos. Yeah, there's no photos. Uh, no, I was. I was. I was standing with my feet in the pool. That's right. Um, but it was and I apologize. But anyway, and Khalil's not no here need. to 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 apologize. But I'm just saying that we're beefing, so it's good that he. Oh, not Khalil's here. not here to apologize for <laughs> your for his harsh words. Yes. So you apologize for something and then expect an apology from anyone who criticized your action. Exactly. That is, is that correct. okay? That's right. All right, yeah. gotcha. That's sort of. I mean, a lot of F one drivers 
What'd role like think? that, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> well, I was there and I'm sorry I was there, but he turned in because yeah. I was there. So I we expect talk an about a driver from who him. Did that, who did that in the Belgian Grand Prix, actually. Um, yes. Are right, you so, want to take us there? Let's talk a little spa. Yeah, let's talk a little spa. Um, what did you think of the weekend? Wow. This is fun. Asking you questions on your own podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fun. Um, it was fine. Um, definitely the most exciting sprint that yeah. has happened, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool to see Piastri, uh, you know, doing what we kind of expect he's able to do in a great performance in the sprint and in qualifying for the regular race. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the guy who turned in, right? In the yes, race. it was him. He was, he was the guy who got okay. turned in on in the actual race. He got race turned start. into because he was there. But he was yeah, there. Yeah, right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. And he yeah. says over the radio basically like, I don't know what happened there. Like he really just turned it on me. And then after the race was like, yeah, it was a little, it was a little brave on my end, but he still okay. turned it on me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Brundle was right away. Like, I don't know about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it cost it him his so, race. After, or I don't know if it was Brundle, but one of the commentators said, I think it was Brundle, but it was, um, Piastri in the sprint came in second place, yep. which is his first trophy. Um, as a rookie, as a, a and led driver. laps, led laps too. Led laps, one of the few drivers this season to to lead laps. Um, definitely yes. an incredibly exciting talent. Um, I mean, I think that at the beginning of the season, uh, seeing where McLaren was at, everyone was kind of questioning his decision making to leave Alpine as spurned as he did, but mm-hmm. clearly he's made the right decision. Um, their development has been staggering. Um, yeah, like really wild. Yeah, like actually, strange. I would say, like actually strange. So we so weird that I am expecting a cheating scandal in a year. Me too. I'm like they broke the cost cap. Like what's going <laughs> Something on? Something happened. Like yeah. they, they 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 have the second best car basically. Basically, I mean, um, they Mercedes were, is also developing well, but they started out ahead of McLaren by by a mile. I mean, they were finishing why, in the points all the time. McLaren sucked. Sucked, and Alpine is now obviously like falling apart in every way well, possible. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but, breaking very late to break this news. Yeah. <laughs> but Otmar gone. Out. He was already he, gone, right, before yeah, Spa. He was gone. He's gone. This, this, his Spa was his last race with the team, I think. But crazy. And honestly, like, this is something that I've been thinking about going into this part of the season is that, like, um, McLaren, obviously, their development has been so crazy. And Mercedes also has been on the upswing. But almost McLaren's development has made me be like, but Mercedes, what's going on? Like, why can True. McLaren, like, jump? I agree that Mercedes had, Mercedes was closer to the top to the begin with, so there's, like, less room for them to grow. So I don't want to, like, put too much on them. But, you know, Lando kept Lewis behind him in the race before Spa for laps. Like, he, it's, I, it's just quite startling. So I'm just curious as to what, they were able to figure out and I'm now just like on the edge of my seat to see what they look like moving forward this year and next season. Yeah. I mean the Mercedes things like it, you know, the expectations with that team is so high, but they are deserved also. And so that I think it's fair to be like, yeah, you are near the top still, but 
I mean, if you compare the kind of sandwich they're in with McLaren, like, knocking at the door and mm-hmm. Red Bull just, like, way inside the room. Yeah. Like, in a different room in the house. Um, like, <laughs> why are they closer to, yeah, why are they closer to McLaren? Yeah. They're Mercedes. Like, I think it's, I think it's, you know, I've, I've said this on this podcast, but, like, last year them not being as good was very fair, I felt. Um because it was a transition year and Red Bull like struck gold and that's like how it happens often in Formula One history. Like one team will nail it in a in a new regulations year or they'll come up with something great right before new regs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of is random. But like they this should have been sort of it feels like this year they should have been looking more like they were looking right before the run of championships as opposed to still being stuck um still being stuck in the same limbo where like they aren't going to win a race no unless no other team will win unless something like very bad happens to both Red Bulls basically. Yeah, we basically I mean, need a double DNF if we want to see a non Red Bull driver win a race this year, per- which is unreal. Perez showed this past week with a strong P2 that he can not finish sixth. I mean, he, yeah. he, he, I, I, this is like a combo of now moving over to Red Bull, I guess, unless you have, if you want to finish up any thoughts on McLaren. No, no I mean, just a good weekend for them. Obviously, great to see Piastri have Piastri had a really strong sprint, really strong qualifying, obviously got tied up off the starting line. Um, I think that's the, I mean, I think for me that the, the biggest, um, changes throughout the season has just been obviously the rise of McLaren and then the relative fall of Aston. Um, yeah. And as one rises, the other tumbles. must fall. Um, you know, yeah. it looked like Alonzo would be the, the regular third guest on the podium along with the two bulls. Uh, but now it's been many races since he's races, been, yeah, since. since he's been on the pod. So curious to see if after the summer break, they come back with, with, uh, some fire fire underneath them i'm curious yeah um we'll see i mean i think everyone's probably looking ahead at this point definitely Um, i mean like mclaren i think isn't making a mistake by improving a lot and going into next season but like i guess the defense to finish up the mercedes thread uh as well i think the defense of mercedes still not being that good is that at least, like, you could criticize coming into this year them not being competitive, but at this point, with the Red Bull being so good and it being, even if they developed a car as fast as the Red Bull, there's still Max to deal with because he's so good. Right. So even if, like, we are seeing what's happening if someone not as good as him is driving a car that fast. They come in sixth sometimes for some reason. And so it's not like if they develop the car well, they could compete for the championship. So my point being, they are definitely looking ahead now. Mercedes is looking ahead. McLaren is is looking to impress at the end of the year here going into next year because yep. neither of them are going to compete for the championship because yes, Max neither. is too good. Uh, and I think that was like the sprint was exciting and the race was fine. And mm-hmm. once the order kind of settled in, it was uh, not not that exciting but it, it for me at least. But it is always fun to watch them drive around Spa because it's, it's, it's a magnificent uh, magnificent track. Fantastic. Um, 
And then I was happy, of course, to see my man on the podium, Charles. Uh, Yeah. The Ferrari is like the definition of limbo. Like, I just don't know what's going on, and I don't have enough to say about it to even get into it. But they finished on the podium, Charles on pole, because Max got a penalty. Um, I mean, the... the, For sure. That was still fine. Max was so far ahead in quality, but he didn't get pole, so... Yeah. (laughs) Um, So far ahead. Um, Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, Ferraris, I mean, who even knows what's going on with them? It's... uh, it's a it's a tough spot for sure. I'm curious to see. There's obviously all these rumors that Carlos might leave and Charles might leave. So who knows where are they going to go? Happen I haven't been up all on that. Them. I don't think that's a this year. I've heard. Uh, I've just heard rumors. Not this year. I've heard that 2025 Carlos maybe the Audi when that team becomes interesting. Uh, thing. And I mean the big rumor that people. I mean there's been I, the things that I've heard are one that. Lewis is going to Ferrari, and then the other is that Charles going to Mercedes. Neither of which make any sense to me. So those I, seem completely not credible. I actually think it's possible. I I would. This is the which thing. Way? Like, well, um, I don't know. I think that at some point Charles has to be like, I'm a world championship caliber driver. I'm driving for Ferrari, so I yep. can kind of use that as a shield. It's like, well, I'm just the Ferrari driver, and hopefully it'll work out. But he might need to make a move to win a championship as he's getting into what should be, not yet, but what should be the prime of his career, which is also what's scary about Max because he's, like, still so young. They both are. Um, he's a baby. And then with Lewis, the only reason – I don't see that happening um, – the only reason I think it could happen is that Lewis is on record with a quote that's something like, you know, everybody at the end of the day is a Ferrari fan. Like, there's just something about the mystique right. of Ferrari. Mystique is the wrong word. Like, the prestige of, of driving for Ferrari that, like, I could see him doing a year there like Alonzo style when he's retiring or something. Right. Um, I still I don't think either – I mean, I guess I don't think either will happen. I have no idea, but we'll see. I think Charles at some point has to make uh, a – has to think. I think that you could see a switch. I think that the most common – the most likely thing – I mean, I think that Lewis will resign with Mercedes relatively soon for maybe just one or two more years. And I think that – I think that if Lewis is able to win another championship there, which, like, who knows if they're able to come close to Red Bull um, in the next year or two, then what you could see is them switch seats and Lewis goes to Ferrari to, like, finish off his career and Charles goes to Mercedes when they're maybe back in championship form. That, I think, is more likely than anything happening at the end of this season. Like, there were these rumors that Lewis would possibly go into Ferrari, like, now, and there's just no way that's going to happen um, given the form of the team. Well, why would you go to Ferrari? Yeah, it's not an upgrade. Not. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like I think year, that he would be comfortable going to Ferrari as not an upgrade. Yeah, I, I think he would have been comfortable not going going to Ferrari knowing it wasn't an upgrade if he had already gotten that eighth championship. But he hasn't yet. Yeah. If oh, he well. ever does have another chance, I think the most likely place for it to be is at Mercedes. Um, yeah, because he's not going to Red Bull. <laughs> so... Um, no, definitely not. Definitely not. 
wow, Red Bull, should we go there? I feel like it's time. Um, Just to check in. Sure. I mean, I don't have a lot to say about them. I'll give a quick, I guess I'll just give my quick piece, um, which is that, uh, yeah, it's, 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 as I've said the last couple of weeks, it's coming back around. It's like a, it's like a joke based on just like repeating the same thing over and over. That's like funny at first. And then you're like, okay, is this it? And then at the, by the by the time it comes back around, you're like, oh my God, this is funny again. And it's kind of the same thing. It's like the beginning of the year was like, wow, yep. oh my God, the Red Bull's so fast. Then it was like, oh my God, the Red Bull's so fast. Like this sucks. And now it's become again yep. like, oh, this is one of the great performances in Formula One, both from constructor and driver standpoint. So cool to watch. That's pretty much all I have to say. I mean, yep. <laughs> Perez is a weird driver. I don't know what to make of him, so I won't try to make anything. Paris is a weird driver. I have two things to say. One is that Max had one of the all-timers during this race, which was when he was asked to stretch his tires and not push so that he could get to the end of the race. He said, what if I did push so I destroy the tires and then we got to do pit stop practice? He said that over the radio. Insanity from Max to be able to be like, do you guys want to just like mess around and pit for fun? Like what's going on? That's insane. Yeah. Um, and it's just so cool that he's like on the radio saying that. Like that's so cool to me. Um, yes. And then, I mean, the Red Bull, the only other thing with Red Bull that like I'm in, he's wild. I mean, like what a thing to say. Just be like, yeah, are you sure? I mean, I can come in if you guys want for fun, but let me know. What? The other part of Red Bull that obviously I'm interested in is, you know, Checo's a weird driver and has had a weird stretch. And there's all this stuff about Danny being back on the grid, which, you know, I'm very excited about that. If anyone listened to the Drive to Survive episode, you know that I love Daniel Ricciardo. And I was heartbroken to see him off the grid. And I am restored that he is now back, even if it is in an AlphaTauri, which is a horrific car. Um and I, I think, Jake, you might be right that this is more of a pressure move than anything else. I would be surprised to see a seat switch um, anytime soon. But it is going to be interesting, I think, to just see with Danny being older, with Yuki being younger, and with Checo being so inconsistent, if they decide to make a change, what they think makes the most sense for them. Um so, I mean, I think that's the only thing to really even consider watching about Red Bull because obviously they are at the absolute pinnacle of their performance. And it is quite masterful to watch, even if it leads to our father texting us every weekend, jokingly asking if Max won the race or not. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's my thing about Red Bull right now. Well put. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I... Uh... Yes, our, our our dad does love to be like, oh, oh, Max won, what a surprise, which, you know, very funny joke um, <laughs> and, and, and accurate, I would say. Hilarious from um, dad. So, yeah, all right. Well, I am still very. struggling a little here with the internet. I think, uh, I think for the sake of making things easy, we'll, we'll call it there. We've kind of discussed all the, the big players yeah. um, uh, for now, those other teams. I agree. Haas, who cares? Um, anyway, they really don't matter. Yeah. So who cares? 
Phoebe, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, this was a blast, and we will we will definitely have you for on again because we'll have to have Khalil uh, and you settle the beef. So respond, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been so, so fun. Of course. Yes. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a good one. And uh, we'll be back next week. Peace. Ah, See you soon. Bye.